Hello, hello. This is Rick Napier, the president at 321Biz Development, located in California. Our phone, our phone numbers are on the West Coast, 415-465-1700. And on the East Coast, and on the East Coast, the number is 407-881-2200. Today's podcast episode is about how to get that quiet respect from your clients and colleagues, even though you may not have that background or you may not have those attributes that most people look for initially. The quiet respect comes from when people say, oh, that woman, oh, she knows her job. Oh, that woman, she always hits her goals. And your staff also knows that. Uh, there was a commercial, I think it was Mutual of Omaha. It was called The Quiet Company. Maybe it was a different company. But that quiet reference means something. It means that you can be successful without making a bunch of noise. You can be successful without having all this background and these great looks. You're handsome. You know, he's handsome. She's attractive. At the end of the day, as time moves on, you're going to need more than just your background, what school you went to, uh, your physical attributes to succeed. And those are the skills that are lifelong. No one can take that away from you. You can be 55 or 65 and, and be even more effective than someone who's 25 or 35 using their background and physical attributes. And that's how I will say it. So I did a preview of this podcast episode earlier today when I got up at 3.30 when my granddaughter woke up. And so when I when my granddaughter wakes up, I wake up. And then it takes me a while to go back to bed. So I did go back to sleep for about maybe two hours and got back up at 6 a.m. But I want to do this podcast episode for many reasons. Well, at least two to three reasons, because there are a lot of people in sales in these white collar, small business owner uh, roles, and even people who do not sell items priced at a thousand dollars and higher. There are people trying to launch their business. There are people who have launched their attorney law firm, CPA practice, dental practice, plastic surgery center, their insurance broker, their insurance brokerage, their real estate brokerage, you know, their flooring company, their plumbing business. And in the back of their minds, or maybe in the front of their minds, they may feel like I'm not the right person to get this done. Uh, maybe my background, maybe you grew up rough, kind of like I did. My mother and father were drug addicts and drug dealers in Tampa, Florida. You know, when all my friends had nice clothes and nice things, you know, my clothes came from the Goodwill. Uh, I was I was wearing hand-me-downs. One of the positive things in my life was I was a straight A student. No one could figure that out. And that's why I will start because when everybody was having a great life between the age of 10 and 16 years old, I was having this miserable life 
living in the hood with mom and dad being drug addicts and drug dealers. And my dad was at the top of the food chain in the drug dealing business. So he wasn't a low level soldier. He was at he was like the king of it down there in Tampa, Florida. But I endured a lot of ridicule from my friends wearing hand-me-down clothes, not having a lot of money, uh, living in a, in a broken family. All of my friends had a mom and dad. And this is in the South. And this is in Florida. And this is in the 70s. You know, my friends had a mom and dad. They ate, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Myself, barely had a breakfast, may have had a lunch, went to a fat, fast food place for dinner with my homeboys. And uh, so I just want to, I, I wanted to start that out because, you know, wherever you are in, in your life right now, you're still doing things. You're still in the game. And don't let your background, don't let how people perceive you, you know, socially, economically, or anything else uh, dissuade you from being successful. Don't let your physical attributes be a, a cause for you not to uh, want to work hard and not want to be successful. Now, when I worked in corporate America, and this is like the second part, when I worked in corporate America, I had just got out of the military. And uh, this Japanese American lady hired me on the spot. Because she saw something in me. I'm not sure exactly what it was. Maybe I was still you know, on the high of being a, in the military. And now I'm, I'm a veteran. And I'm using the same thought processes. The same uh, go get it type attitude that I had in the military. Maybe that's what she saw. But she hired me as a, as a lead in her department. And that was someone who worked you know, under the supervisor at this uh, health insurance company in, in California. And uh, from that point on, I kept getting promoted, even though, even though I didn't look the part, okay? So we're talking about, you know, it, when you start working in corporate America, and many of you know what I'm talking about. And the attributes I'm talking about have nothing to do with race, Although some would say, hey, Rick, how did you get to where you are as a black male? I've never used race as a advantage or a disadvantage. Never done that. I let people know that uh, my, my, my father's side of the family is from the Caribbean, from Haiti. My mother's side of the family uh, is from Cuba. And some may even say that my great-grandmother was a daughter of a black slave and a Jewish guy. I mean, my great grandmother was born in the, in the late uh, 1800s, you know? So I'm just saying, I've never had that, that, that inkling to use black as an advantage or being black as a disadvantage. But, you know, some people may say that some people may say, well, how did you get promoted to this position as a, you know, I'm not Denzel Washington. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, like a very attractive actor that you may know on TV. And I know many of you are not the uh, Sophia, Sophie, Sophia Vergara. You're not the Jennifer Lopez. You're not the uh, uh, Britney Spears. I can't I don't know too many actors names or actresses names 
Oh, I do know Haley Atwell that played in the Agent Carter series. I do think that she's very attractive. So some of you may not look like her, but you got to where you are because you put in the work. And for those people who are thinking about, well, I'm not sure if I can do that job because of my background or because I don't look like a Hollywood celebrity. I don't look like someone that's uh, walking down the runway, you know, modeling clothes. You know, try to get that out of your mind as much as possible, because I will tell you from experience, just looking back at the people that I worked with in corporate America, I would say in the early stages, the looks mattered or the looks got you the job. But when you got the job, the looks didn't help you, especially if you were you're in corporate America, if you're in a in a in a job where you had to produce and you needed to hit goals and you needed to effectively manage people. The good looks don't go too far. When you have 50, 60 employees and your success depends upon their success, your good looks is not going to motivate them to work so that they hit their goals, thus you hit your goals. So I've seen a lot of people enter corporate America and they look, they have this look, they are very attractive, wear nice clothes, and they burn out, phase out, and lose their jobs. They get fired or they never get promoted. Now, the next level of, of corporate America is when it gets interesting. And that's when if you've worked hard uh, in, in the early stages of your corporate career and you've uh, uh, disregarded, you know, looks, you disregarded, you know, fakeness and you just got the job done, then you will succeed in corporate America because you have you have developed the skill, you have developed the the toughness. And I don't mean tough like a brute. I mean, you know, when people come at you in corporate America, they have many uh, motivations. Sometimes it's to knock you off your horse. And then sometimes it's they want you to step up to the plate. And I've had a few bosses like that. They, they have said, you know, I'm pushing you because I know you can do the good job. I know you can you, you can make this happen. And I've had a few come at me with uh, with 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 cruel intentions. Uh, we're going to knock this guy out of his position. And I'm like, not so fast. No, I'm not the guy that you can knock out of your your position. I'm a combat vet. OK, so I've had people quickly tell me, Rick, we thought you're going to be a pushover. But man, you're no joke. And I never went after people. So I'm just saying that as you rise up in corporate America, your battles, your production battles, your performance battles, your leadership uh, uh, incidents that you survived where you had to you know, be a strong leader. And most people thought, oh, this, this person's not a strong leader. This woman's not a strong leader. And you prevailed. That will elevate your uh, potential to continue to get more and, you know, to become more and more successful. Now, how does this translate into owning a small business? Well, I'll tell you, if you have not 
been through the fire of in the past, in a past occupation, then it's going to be tough in your business to keep things going, to rise to the occasion. And I'm not talking about performing the, the task that you went to school for. I'm not talking about being in court and, um, you know, helping a client with their court case. Although I did meet an, an attorney in Maryland that told me that she was so afraid to go to go to court. She just wanted to be the background person and, and get documentation uh, together for other attorneys. So I did hear that once, not many times, but once. But the, the essence of what I'm talking about is your technical skills, your legal technical skills, your dental technical skills, your CPA skills, your plastic surgery, insurance and real estate skills of how to take a product and move it to a consumer. I am not, that is not how you're going to build your leadership. That is not how you're going to get past uh, background and, um, and physical attributes. It's this front end piece of growing your business. That's where the action is. That's where, um, you know, they say the, 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 the rubber meets the road. That is where the rubber meets the road. So in order to elevate yourself past this, your background, and maybe you're not the most handsome person in the world. Maybe you're not the most attractive person in the world. Don't worry about that. Worry about or be concerned about how to, uh, for lack of a better word, dominate this front end piece of how to find clients. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how you looked when you're 20 or 30 or 35 or 40, if you continue to stay in your business, your looks will change and if you've been working based on your 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 physical attributes or you got this fabulous background, but you did not develop the, the skills to control how many new clients you can add to your business, then there's going to be problems in the, in the future. And I have a, a friend, a colleague that was uh, that worked for the Los Angeles Lakers in the 80s and went on to have to be a great real estate broker in the San Francisco Bay Area and spent some time in Atlanta, then moved to Las Vegas and, and sold homes to big celebrity, uh, big celebrities like professional athletes, recording artists. And this is when she looked fantastic. This is a black Filipino lady looked fantastic. And then we had that with the housing crunch and the stock market crash. And then her looks began to fade. And she was always wondering, she would say, Rick, you know, how come I'm not getting as many customers as I used to? And uh, so I, I didn't really know that she was using her physical attributes and, and, and her corporate background and her Los Angeles Lakers, you know, connections where she used to work there. I didn't know she was using that, uh, putting that in the front. And uh, so I said, well, how many, how many contacts are you making for your real estate brokerage? And she said, none. I said, well, how did you sell business in, be in before? Oh, people just knew who I was and they called me. But then I said, how many calls are you getting now? She goes, hardly none. I said, well, okay, well, we need to, you know, work on this front end piece 
so that you can still develop customers. There's a, there's a way you can still do it. Guess what? She wanted no part of that because she had no experience doing it. Plus, it was something that she always feared. She feared putting herself out in front so people can look at her uh, not just as a, you know, a very attractive uh, person with, with connections to Los Angeles Lakers and, and the city of Oakland, city of San Francisco. She needed to bear her soul, so to speak, when connecting with people, not knowing what or how they would think of her. And that's the essence. That's really what the challenge is. The challenge is, are you willing to put yourself out there in a way where you're, you know, you're risking rejection? And if you don't have this, this maturity that I'm talking about, that I'm speaking about now, and you've been winning over the last 10, 15, 20 years based on background and physical attributes, and you don't have this, this front end maturity, it's going to be tough to move forward. However, as I close, 321BizDev, we do have that solution. We understand where people are. I've met people who uh, allowed their background and physical attributes to push them forward. And then when that background dried up and those physical attributes began to wane, they'd say, well, well how do I make it now? And I said, well, the, the number one thing you need to do is use a sales system. Uh, a sales system trumps background and physical attributes. When you have a sales system, you can be anybody, you know, anybody with the desire and motivation to win and succeed. Because a sales system does not require you to have this big background with you went to Harvard, you went to, uh, you know, Howard University, you went to Stanford University, you went to Clark's, you know, Spelman down there in Atlanta. It doesn't require you to, to, to have, that, have that background. All you need to do, think in your mind, can I do this job? Can I go to court and help people? Can I uh, professionally fix people's books or help them with their business as a CPA? Can I masterfully do a dental treatment so that they so that their smile looks great? Can I do a tummy tuck or a breast implant so that my patients look marvelous? Can you write the insurance policy? Can you sell the house where there's little to no uh, error involved in, in, in doing these things? If that answer is yes, then just push that to the side because you know you got that. But now it's time to work on the front end piece. You know, how the, the psychology behind contacting and prospecting and appointment setting and the uh, using the 321 uh, prospect interview form and closing so that you get free referrals. That's what it's all about. So just like I said, uh, you know, some, uh, several podcast episodes ago, 321BizDev, we know that our six to nine hour class is not going to be the magic wand that fixes all of your contacting and prospecting and appointment setting and closing and getting free referral challenges. 
So what we've done effective two weeks ago, we have a program where we can help you move through that learning curve and do some podcast episodes, include your business and 30 second um, ads at the beginning of our business based podcast episodes, and then do a 30 minute a week training on getting you up to speed so that you can move through the sales system learning curve. Because I can't, if I dump it all on people right now, you won't be able to use it effectively. But if I gradually released information and then, you know, on the other side, help you find clients, help you connect with people in your communities like in Atlanta or Orlando or Miami or Los Angeles or Las Vegas or Seattle or Cincinnati or Philadelphia or Kansas City or Dallas. If we are helping you with the majority of connecting you with someone, you already know what to do once the person says yes but it's getting that person to say yes. And even before that, it's making contact with people. So anyway, I just wanted to do this podcast episode about, you know, the quiet respect. And what I, what I ultimately mean by the quiet respect, and I'm sorry if I put this last. Anyway, this is Rick Napier, this, the president at 321BizDev. Our phone numbers on the West Coast, our phone number on the West Coast is 415-465-1700. And our phone number on the East Coast is 407-881-2200. Our website is 321bizdev.com. Take care and make it a great day.